Do ghosts exist? No. <laughs> Goodbye. The end of podcast. <laughs> um, what is what is the paranormal? What ghosts and that? What am spooks? Uh, welcome, friends, to the Half Hammered Horror Podcast, recorded here on the shambles of York, the most famous haunted medieval street in the world. And the only podcast recorded on the shambles ooh, in York. Ooh, debatable. I think De- it is. Debatable. Could, I don't know. No, the thing is, now if, if we find out there's a really like obscure podcast, or even like a really popular one, we're just not aware of the records down the road, they're going to be really mad. My name is Dr. Dorian Deathly, brackets, possibly not a doctor. Uh, I'm a tour guide in York, where we are now, and I talk about ghosts and stuff. You are? I am Dee Dee Deathly, and I run the ghost tour, and I also like to talk about spooky things. Yeah. What is this all about? What is it all about? Firstly, oh God, it's another podcast. It's another podcast being vomited out into a world where, quite frankly, there are already too many goddamn podcasts. You're welcome. And yet, here's another one. Listen to it. Don't listen to it. I'm not your dad. Make your own choices. So what's this one all about? So this is the Half Hammered podcast. Um, Mrs. Deathly, or Dee Dee and I, we, we, we are we're quite different people sometimes. Um, one main difference is I like to research stuff and you don't. It depends on the stuff. Don't argue it. <laughs> that, you, 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 if you start arguing it, you're going to pull apart the entire premise of this show. Okay, fair. Yeah. So I like to research stuff. You don't. I don't. Yes, I don't, there we yeah. go. Try again. In the Half Hammered Horror Podcast, I am going to be every couple of weeks finding a ghost story, finding what I believe to be the most ridiculous ghost story, Ooh. haunting, paranormal incident, uh, folklore, creature, aliens, anything of what is considered a heightened sense of normality that has been discovered and explored and is, to use an academic term, properly fucking weird, I'm going to share it with you. Just Miss, me? Just you. Well, maybe the maybe the three people that are listening to this as well. They'll strap in, they're going to be like, this is this is great. This, this is talking about things we've never heard about. So I'm going to do the research and I'm going to put together notes actual i've got a notebook in front of me I see. actual there's seven pages of notes in there there's little hyphens and bullet points Ooh, i've got i've gone hard on the first one there are some cold hard facts arguable as right. to their validity okay <laughs> and the, the, the so you think that's interesting that's a good premise for a podcast right there's a twist what's the twist mrs d what's the twist um you you're really drunk it's, yeah it's in the title <laughs> This is the Half Hammered Horror Podcast. <laughs> Half Hammered Horror. And of course, the show is supplemented. Is that the right word? Supported by uh, its sister podcast, Half Hammered Horror at the Movies, which is only available, shameless plug, before the fifth minute of episode one on our Patreon. Trail. That's right. We've got a Patreon. We had an OnlyFans, but we had <laughs> to take it down because it was mostly pictures of my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Just cheeks open, looked like the flag oh. of Japan. It was... No. <laughs> was... Oh, no. So we're going to share with you, I'm going to share with you the first paranormal story of the season. Nice. Are you ready? Get in there. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It's Jeff, the talking mongoose. It's what? It's Jeff, the talking mongoose. No. Can I hit you with some facts? Please do. So along the way, you can pause, you can ask any questions you have. Um, If I have the information, I will provide it to you. I might not have everything. Okay. Where I have an absence of information and fact, I might just give you my opinion. Nice. And we'll see how it goes. And you can tell me how you feel about this. And then at the end of the episode, you will tell me whether it's a, a, a no or a nope. Okay. So, of course, a no right. is a, it's, it's, it's nonsense. It's not real. It's a yeah. lie. Whereas a nope is, of course, it's scary. A, it's, a, it's a nope. It's a scary. It's real. It's frightening. We believe in it. Um, so, here we go. So, Jeff the Talking Mongoose was the most celebrated haunting of the 1930s. Jeff was also known as... We had many names. He was called the Dolby Spook. He was called the Man Weasel. He was called the Fifth Dimension. And he was also called an Extra Extra Clever Clever Mongoose. Yeah. So in 1932, um, this thing happened, and it was on the Isle of Man in a, a, a house called uh, Cashin's Gap, which is on the west coast of the Isle of Man. And it was all centred around the Irving family. The Irving family was um, uh, Jim, there was uh, Margaret, that was the mum and dad. Uh, they had a daughter with a wonderful name, there was Vori. V-O-I-R-R-E, Vori. Oh. And then, this is really quite sad, there was a, there was a second daughter but I was unable to find any record of her name. It's almost like, because the haunting was... I don't think she wanted to be part of it all. I think when it okay. all kind of became famous, she kind of got out the way of it. This is ridiculous. It's like, Count I don't want out. to be involved. I don't want to be from the family with the talking mongoose, guys. I'm just going to... I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Um, to add to, like... I mean, you, you hear it and you think, well, that's insane. Jeff the talking mongoose, I'm already out. But here's the thing. It was investigated by Harry Price. That's crazy. Remind me who Harry Price is. Harry Price was um, a paranormal investigator. I've got I've got a, an actual whole page dedicated to Harry Price here. Um, and he's in the story all the way through. So he was a British psychic researcher and author who was, uh, he lived 1881 to 1948. Uh, most notable is um, the haunting, the investigation of, of Borley Rectory, which okay. we're maybe going to talk about in a future yep. episode. Uh, and this is where things get really, really weird about Harry Price, because he claimed that he was born in Shropshire, right? Why? He claimed that. He was like, where are you born? He's like, I was born in Shropshire. But he wasn't. He was born in London, in the Red Lion Square. Why would you lie about that? I don't know. You'd think it would be the other way around. It'd be like where you, like if people say to me, where you know, like if people ask me where I was born, I was born in Scarborough, which is okay, a little so seaside town. I don't believe the mongoose could talk. My, my <laughs> mum lies about where she lives because she essentially she lives in Scarborough, right? But she doesn't. She lives in a, like a little, like a little part of Scarborough. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, I live in, I live in, I live in, I live in Caton. And you're like. Yeah, it's Scarborough, though. Come on. Come on. Don't mess about. So it's already a bit shady. It's already yeah. shady, right? So he was a member of the Society for Psychical Research, which we've talked about on other podcasts and stuff before. Uh, and in, but in 1920, he left. Harry Price left. Uh, and he, he founded what was known as the um, National Laboratory of Psychical Research. And he was a member of the Ghost Club as well. The Ghost Club is brilliant. The Ghost Club, if you don't, I don't know if you know about the Ghost Club. The Ghost Club was uh, an organisation that was founded in 1862. Um, it's the longest running 
paranormal society in the world. Mm-hmm. Notable members include Harry Price, Charles Dickens, Maurice oh. Gross, and actor Peter Cushing. No way. Dun-dun. Suddenly, these people. Suddenly you're going, hang on, there's, there's weight Price. to this. There's actual, you know, mm. this is Jeff the Talking Mongoose, not interested. And then suddenly, enter Harry Price. Harry Price will return. He will return. Okay. So, it begins with scuttling in the walls. Strange noises. Rats, they think, not uncommon. It's a, it's a farmhouse on the western coast of the island. Man, it's quite remote. Uh, Jim, the father, starts setting traps. And then it starts becoming stranger. A voice starts talking to them from the walls. It starts singing to them. And one day, it introduces itself as Jeff. I'm a mongoose. Jeff the Talking Mongoose will discuss theology, politics, news, current events, racing tips. He shares racing tips with the father who places bets and they actually make quite a tidy sum. He starts singing pop songs of the time. Songs that, obviously they're not, they're not, you know, we don't, they didn't consume music. They don't have iPods mm-hmm. in, in 1932. What did they have? Wind up gramophones, I don't, I don't, something like that, you know, maybe just like a, a, a bard walking around just, with a with a <laughs> with a lute. Oh, here he comes! Toss a coin for your mongoose. Toss a coin for your mongoose. <laughs> Talking mongoose. Oh God! It takes a sinister turn. Oh no! One day, Jim's reading the paper. And Jeff starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. Oi. I want I want a word with you. I know what you're doing. You're trying to get trying to get her away from me, aren't you? You're trying to get the girl away from me. So Jim and Margaret were getting a bit worried about this voice, so they started having Vori stay at other farms. Mm-hmm. Um, because this 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 voice this entity started attaching itself to Vori. They were getting right. a bit worried about it. Okay. This is a bit sinister. Because he would. Jeff the Talking Mongoose said, I'll follow her wherever you put her. I don't know what noises mongoose make. Um, it would sing nursery rhymes. It haunted them for years. Um, and at this point, people started talking about it. People of the island started coming over to the house to 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 meet the mongoose if they if they would. Maybe the mongoose would like. So can I just stop you to ask you a question? Sure, Wait, sure. Is there a mongoose? We've. This is the thing. So we, the voice is just coming out of the walls. Out of the walls, and Jeff tells them it's a mongoose. Now at this point, they haven't seen anything; they've just heard. Okay, right. Okay. So to, let's. So I want to describe. And where is it? Where's what? Where are we? In house. In, where. The western coast of the Isle of Man. Are the mongies there? Ah, that's a big oh, question. Hello. Ah, here we go. So, Isle of Man is famous for things, many things. Not mongies. Not maybe not mongies. Um, they, they have the the Manx cats, the te- the cats without tails. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the 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 TT motorbike racing. Yeah. Um, who else? I made a little list of things. Um, uh, the Bee Gees. What? Maurice, Robin, and Barry Gibb came from the Isle of Man. <laughs> yeah, didn't they? They did. Really? They did. That doesn't seem right. They, 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 they did. They did. No um, way. Kiln smoked herring. Oh. is a big thing. A nice, a nice kiln smoked herring. Wow. From the Isle of Man. That Lovely. would be nice. Uh, talking mongoose ghosts. Not up there as like their number one export. 
Who knew? Who well, knew? Now we do. Um, the Sun newspaper gets involved. Oh. And it writes the headline, the catchiest headline, evil talking mongoose who haunted family for years, sang nursery rhymes and even gave out racing tips. That's catchy. Why did they say evil? I don't know. They're just evil talking mongoose. Because oh, he said he'd follow. But yeah, maybe because he said he was going to follow, yeah. follow a young girl. Oh, if it was the goes. sun. Yeah. So if it was like the, the, gu- if it was, the sun, it was the guardian. It was maybe like- Firstly, I didn't know the sun was around that long. Yeah. 1932, the yeah, Sun newspaper. Really? Ages. That's insane. That's insane. Who's been buying the Sun for 100 years? Mongoose. Mong- evil talking mongoose. For the racing tips. Um, so there were theories. Theories started because people started going to the house along with paranormal investigators. They started coming along to the house. Uh, Price had not yet appeared. So Price had okay. not yet appeared. We just had basically self-professed paranormal investigators getting wind of a talking mongoose and being like yes please mm-hmm. yeah uh so the theories that were presented to the family were one it was a poltergeist who had taken on the form of a mongoose but i hadn't taken on a form sorry it had told people it was a mongoose yeah. so maybe 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 spiritually delusional had, maybe 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 upon enter it maybe it saw a mongoose and was like i'll have some of that mm-hmm uh, number two, it was a demonic presence that was playing tricks. So it was some kind of evil imp or a demon, some kind of weird bestial creature that came from the hell that was like, I'm a mongoose. Let's go. I do. It's weird. Um, me- the, the, the prevailing theory is that it was, it was ventriloquism from Vori. Now, this brings what? us to the architecture of the house. So the house had uh, big stone and plaster and clay walls right and the walls were built as dual insulation so it was like wall wall and then a big cavity inside mm-hmm. now what had happened a lot of the insulation apparently had nestled and nested down at the bottom of the wall mm-hmm. cavity so above it there were just these big empty chambers so you could effectively find points in the house where you could talk into part of a wall and it would reverberate and echo down to another part of the right. house. So people were like, it wasn't, she wasn't like, not like Van Villiquism, she was like sat in a corner, like throwing her voice across the room. Yeah. But she could maybe speak to a part of the the house and it would make her voice sound like it was coming from somewhere else. You know, like, wherever you send me, I, I mean her, her, she'll, she'll, I'll follow, I'll follow oh, it. Oh, cheeky. Yeah. But then. Throwing off the scent. She moved away, right? She didn't move away. She was staying and then coming back. So like, she didn't move away forever. Right, so she was going okay. away for like a day or two at a time. Um, she didn't leave as such, but she was going away and staying with friends and family mm-hmm. because her parents were worried that in the night a talking mongoose was going to uh, come and get her. Okay, yeah. You know, because it wasn't frightening you. You know, yeah. if, you had a, if you had a kid and suddenly you were like, oh shit, a talking mongoose is coming for my baby. You'd be, that's a, oh my God, that's what the sun title should have ran with. A mongoose haunts my baby. I'd read that story. I've it's got a theory up, already. Do you want to share it with us now? Well, I was just going to say, like, maybe he didn't say mongoose. How many okay. times do you think he said he was a mongoose? Well, a lot. Oh, okay. A maybe lot. he was just saying something, pronouncing it wrong. There's not a lot of words. Maybe he was so- a demon and he was called a mongoose. So he's called like, what? He's a mongoose. He was called what? A mongoose. A mongoose. Something that sounds like mongoose. It doesn't sound anything like mongoose. Let's mongoose. Amongoose. <laughs> They're called Amongus. Or <laughs> maybe it's now like, it sounds I'm humongous. 
Oh my God, I'm humongous. I'm in the walls, I'm humongous. Stop recording, we've solved the mystery. <laughs> Get it in the bin. You're welcome. Um, however, strap in. I am I'm going to smash your theory to shit. Oh. Jeff one day claimed that he was born in 1852 in Delhi. So he was around about 80 years old when the haunting occurred. He was very eloquent, right? He had a rich vocabulary, but swore and cursed constantly. Shit. And he would often speak in verse. He once loudly announced to the entire family, I am a freak. I've got hands and I've got feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, and turned into pillars of salt. So that's why nobody up until now has seen Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Because they turn into salt. Because if they saw him, he was concerned that they would turn into pillars of salt. It's very thoughtful of him. And he was actually quite attached to the family. Apart from the weird, creepy, I'll follow her wherever she goes. He, he was actually quite pleasant. Well, maybe he was joking. And then he's like, oh, shit, I've better, taken it too better far. Better wind it back. Yeah. I've been a bit, I've, oh, I've made it weird. <laughs> I've made it weird. As Come if on, by, Jeff, this uh, isn't you. <laughs> As if already by being a talking mongoose called Jeff, I've not made the situation strange enough. I've now made it weird by sounding like I want to stalk a child. He was born in Delhi. I'm born in Delhi. His name is Jeff. I'm called Jeff. <laughs> Jeff with a G, though. No, no, Jeff with a J. Geff. Damn it. Yeah, it was Geff. But Jeff, yes. No, wait, hang on. It was. Because I got this confused. My name's Geff. There were some people that wrote Jeff with a... I think it was Jeff with a... Joff. Oh, no. See, what I've done here in my notes is I've, I've written, written it two ways. No, it's Jeff with a G, because then I've written brackets J-E-F, pronounced Jeff. Jeff. Not Hefe. Okay. Hefe the talking mongoose. I think we would have thrown the story out right away. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, he said he was quite small for a mongoose, he oh. said. Um, How tall is a normal mongoose? Not not that big. I, so I, I don't know why, why when I was thinking mongoose, I, I thought they were going to be like a good... It's not a bird, is it? Um, it's like a little mouse. It's thing. like, yeah, it's like a little, like, it, it, always, it always look a bit wet. It's because there's goose in the title. I always thought... It throws you away. Yeah. Mongoose. Um, <laughs> he, he said that if he were to be seen, he would look a bit like a small rat with a bushy tail. <laughs> it's a small rat with a bushy tail. And Jeff would hunt rodents and pests for the family, and he would often brag of his victories and leave the corpses in the living room on the stone floor. I brought you some voles. That doesn't sound like the kind of thing that a daughter would do. But to be fair, neither does pretending to be a mongoose from Delhi who lived mm. in the wall. It's a wild imagination. It just gets, it just gets, it gets weirder and weirder as it goes on. Um, he would fly around the island. He would fly around the Isle of Man. Right? How this do is you know? Because this is what he told them. Okay. This is so all the facts that I'm giving you here are facts that I the I wasn't there. Facts from Jeff. You, I, I want to point. The these are these are notes. Wow, of, this is this notes. is this is stuff I found. This is the this is page four of ten. This, this is stuff I found on the internet. People talking about Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Okay. Wow. Um, all of these facts have either come from Jeff, from the Irving family, or from people who visited and did some kind of paranormal investigation. Right. They're just it's just hearsay and can what? i ask questions yes who did he speak to anybody other than the family ah we're Ooh, gonna get there yeah. so That's what so I'm here talking we go so about. he would fly around the isle of man and he would spy on other families and farms and would report back to the irvings what they were up to he'd be like what? never believe this uh he was a terrible gossip he was really bitchy yeah. 
he'd be like, oh, you won't believe what Sandra at number 49's doing. She's shagging him from down the road. Oh, you'll never believe it. It's a scandal. They're both married. Sandra. <laughs> um, he preferred Vori and Jim. He did not seem to like Margaret, the mother. Why? Would go, oh, I don't know. You're asking me questions like I would knew. Margaret. I didn't know him. I never met Jeff. I wasn't around. Well, you've got eight pages of notes. Yeah, but I don't know why he was there. <laughs> um, so the noises, so as I mentioned, so he's talking, right? He's talking. But when he first started, he was be scratching and scruffling. And then the noises evolved into like, it's, so Jeff, um, Jim, sorry, the father said that at first he started hearing noises like a crying baby inside of the walls, a baby crying inside of walls. And when Jeff first announced his presence, the very first thing he said was, I am an earthbound spirit. I am the ghost in the form of a mongoose. I am, my friends, an extra, extra clever mongoose. Hmm. He liked to eat bananas, biscuits, chocolates, but he would only ever eat them if they were placed in a saucer that was hanging from the ceiling by some small bits of string. And he would only ever eat when people uh, weren't looking. Uh, he would come with the family to market. But he would always just make himself be like, I'm, I'm behind this hedge. He would never he would never be visible to them. He would always be at the market, behind the hedge, just hanging out. But he would let Vori and Jim, I mean, don't worry, I'm here, I'm just behind this hedge. Why do you come out, Jeff? No, I'm, I'm frightened, I'm a small mongoose. Uh, he had beady eyes. And that's the first that time... That's now. This is the first time people start to see him. Oh, no. The first time people started to see Jeff was eyes staring out of the darkness. A little hole in the wall, this little eyes, little shiny reflections of a pair of eyes just staring out of the wall of people. Um, so this is where things get mad. Um, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Get madder. This is where oh, this, things no, no, get no, mad. So you're thinking this is, is already... Invisible mongoose eating yep. biscuits hanging from string yep. on the ceiling. This is already pretty wild. Okay. Strap in. The family never sells the story. That's an important fact. So like a lot of hauntings, they don't go to the papers and make money from it. In fact, they are hesitant to talk about it. They're kind of like, no, 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 we don't want to. Because I suppose like, they're like, yeah, like I said earlier on, we don't want to be the family that's known for the talking mongoose. That's wild. Um, so this is the thing. People believe it. But do they believe? Or is it the sheer alarming madness of the fact that they're like... The willingness to talk about this. There's a mongoose. There's a talking mongoose in this house. How would you not go and have a look? You'd have to go and have a look. I would want to go and have a look. Mm -hmm. So that it gets real. The BBC get involved. The British Broadcasting Wait, do we Company. Have proof? We have proof. Oh my God. The British Broadcasting Company. Wait, proof of the mongoose? Yeah. Well, in so much of what I'm telling you, but the reason why this is. Um, I think important is because the British Broadcasting Company back then and of course still now they're quite a serious bunch mm. you know they're quite you know they were they weren't doing they were there was no gunge tanks they were one things, of a know. few sources of news yes 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 they were very serious no uh, nonsense kind of people and and Harry Prince thought that there was enough evidence there for an investigation and he had a friend called uh, Harry Price. Price. Sorry, Harry Price. Um, oh, no, 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 Harry Prince. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. God. Oh, no. This is what happens. Because I think I was drunk when I was taking notes <laughs> as well. Oh, God. If you're listening to this and you're a fan... Because now, because I know full well which one it is, but for the life of me right now, I can't remember which one it is. 
I know that as soon as I stop recording and look on the internet, whether it was Prince or Price, I'm going to go, well, of course it was. But right now I'm in a state of panic and alarm. <laughs> so I'm just going to say Harry from now on. In case you're listening to this, you, you listened to the first half of the show when we first started talking about Harry and you were going, oh my God, I can't believe they've like they've, they've incorrectly named this man who's one of the most important figures in paranormal investigation history. What a bunch of amateurs unsubscribe. <laughs> then I'm sorry. Harry, good old Harry. Um, Harry uh, is friends with Richard Lambert, uh, who is um, on the board of the BFI. Mm-hmm. He's he, he he writes a magazine for the BBC called The Listener. Um, he's a very respected, serious journalist. Until he goes to the Isle of Man with a paranormal <laughs> investigator to investigate Jeff the Talking Mongoose. No. There is an uproar. There is an outcry. People demand that Lambert retires from the board of the BFI. No. They're like, you've got to leave the BBC. They're like, you we can't be associated with you. You're a maniac. You've, you've, you're, you're trying to tell the world that the, a talking mongoose exists. Oh, right. Right. I have problems okay. with this. Go for it. Hold on. Just let me Hang on. You thought. have problems with the BBC not liking no, no. Okay. The fact that I'm calling him Jeff the talking mongoose, mm-hmm. not Jeff the invisible talking mongoose. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was enough words in his name already. I'd rather be calling him that than... Jeff the Invisible Le Talking Mongoose. Le Mongoise. Whatever his real name is. Le Mongoise. <laughs> Le Mongoise. Uh, whatever happens, happens. Um, they go over there and Harry and Lambert say they don't find any solid evidence. Now, um, Harry was really like famous for debunking stuff. He was very much like Maurice Gross. You know, we talked about Enfield hauntings and stuff like that and... People always talk about how um, these guys are like, oh, people misunderstood what these guys did from the psychical research and places like that. They, they misunderstood what they were about because what they were about was the hope that one day they would see a ghost. They weren't running around England saying, there's a ghost, there's a ghost, there's ghosts yeah. everywhere. They were like trying to say, is there a ghost? Let's have a look at this. Most of the time they were saying, no, there isn't. There isn't a ghost. This isn't a haunting. Next. This is kind of the attitude they had. And that's exactly what happened here. They went over and they said, yeah, it's all a bit weird. It's an entertaining story. But as far as we're concerned, there isn't a visible, invisible, talking, non-vocal. There's not even a mongoose at this point. Yeah. There's literally just some weird noises in a wall and some, yeah. some local people in the Isle of Man saying there's a mongoose in that wall. Um, and it's kind of as far as it went. In the aftermath, however, um, someone who was heavily involved in the BFI uh, board of directors demanded that Lambert was removed. He said, you, you shouldn't be available with the BBC anymore. It got to a point where this person actually started whispering in the, in the ears of people who were quite high up at the BBC and actually started unra- trying to unravel his career oh. to a point that Lambert managed to sue them for slander. Wow. In 1932 for 7,600 pounds. Hey, that's a lot. That was an insane amount of money. Um, it was a really interesting case because the whole core of it was that um, somebody would ultimately have to admit that because people were so upset about all of this situation, um, that a, a talking mongoose must exist. The reason why people are so... Why are you getting so wound up about it if it's not real? Are you saying it's real? Is that why you're so bothered about mm-hmm. it? And Lambert was going... Lambert was saying, look, I'm not saying it's real or not. I'm just saying it's a story that I'm investigating. Mm-hmm. Why are they getting upset about it? And as a result, um, it started being defamation against his career. Yeah. And as a result, he sued and was successful. And it's now referred to in legal history as <laughs> the Mongoose case. <sighs> Which is amazing. 
Oh, I just want to say, like, I know you're filming me here. Yes. When you watch this back, you'll probably notice that I do just keep bursting into laughter every now and then. It's because it's amazing. Every time you say mongoose. Mongoose. Talking mongoose. Um, This is where things get a bit scientific. Oh. So one thing that um, that, 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 that Harry and and Richard organised while they were over there uh, is that they wanted, they were like, we want some evidence. We want evidence... Um, when they were there, uh, Jeff did not appear nor make himself known vocally. But afterwards, the Irving family sent them some impressions mm-hmm. of Jeff's teeth and paws in uh, plasticine, which to me is uh, how did they make that happen? Like, was like they went up, to, hey, hey, just Jeff, Jeff, what? Mm, Jeff, just bite, well, just bite this, just bite into this plasticine for me. Well, yeah, sure, man, no problem. They dangled biscuits from the ceiling, so maybe they dangled some plasticine. But you think Jeff would have been like, "Hey, we each have pull. This, yeah. is, this isn't a biscuit. This isn't a. This isn't a crunch cream. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, this is play. This is play doh. This is play. No, yeah, it's is, a rare delicacy. <laughs> Unfortunately, the paw print oh. that they sent over no. was that of quite clearly a dog. They believe the sheepdog that belonged to the Irvin family. They also sent them a fur sample of Jeff. The which dog. turned out to be dog hair. Uh, the teeth, though, they were like, that is weird. That's a bit of a weird thing. They were like, couldn't really identify what animal the teeth came from. They were like, mm, yeah, the teeth are interesting, but... Um, it was Prince and Lambert that picked the price of Harry. It was Harry and Lambert. Harry and Lambert, they picked up on the fact that the house was basically, basically like a large speaking tube. Uh, with, and this is a really good quote, considerable space between the stone and the wood walls. You could convey the voice to many parts of the house. (laughs) So what happens in the end then? Well, ultimately, uh, Jim Irving dies in the 1940s. Uh, In 1945, the house was sold to um, Leslie Graham, who in 1946 shoots and kills Jeff the talking mongoose hold the phone holy shit what a plot twist on purpose on purpose uh, on purpose picks or it didn't happen uh exactly but strap in not only picks physical evidence a corpse is presented of jeff the talking mongoose call me slack jawed there is an outcry you can't shoot a ghost. It'll go right through them. The body, though... Was a dog. <laughs> was of a large mongoose. It was a much larger creature. Um, and Vori, when Vo- when Vori was uh, shown a photograph of, of Leslie Graham with the uh, corpse of what was uh, suggested to be Jeff the Talking Mongoose, she's like, no, nah, it's not him. He was much smaller than that. He had weird little paws for feet. And as, as he introduced himself... Weird like, little dog paws for feet. Go, We've got weird little dog paws for feet. And he was made out of bits. He was made out of all the bits of weird animals and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Vori was adamant that Jeff was not dead. That Jeff lived on. There was no life, only Jeff. No death, but only Jeff. Uh, and Vori herself did pass away in uh, the 2000s but always maintained that Jeff was not her creation, that Jeff was not 
as many suggested, her shouting into the chambers of the walls and whatnot. Uh, and it was just simply a paranormal oddity. Paranormal mongoose. Her paranormal mongoose. That would be the weirdest seek paranormal activity. <laughs> the mongoose files. <laughs> that would be so insane. Um, the future of Jeff then. What happened in the future? Well, this is strange. What happened in the future? What's, hap- what's happening in the future okay, of Jeff? Right. So, like, I mean, I, I'm, well, I haven't been there. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't just, I didn't just pop in the phone. So I only really found out about Jeff the Talking Mongoose a few weeks ago. Like, Obviously, I don't know every single... A few weeks one. ago, and you've kept this from me. Somehow. I have been bursting at the seams <laughs> wanting to share with you the story oh. of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. It's been... It's been tough. It's been very difficult. But here's the thing. The timing of this and and the next episode I have prepared for you, oh. because I've already lined up the first two or three stories that I'm going to share I with you. keep that a secret. I, am, I think you may have heard of the next one, but we'll talk about that okay. maybe in a little while. Um, well, we won't talk about it. We'll talk about the future of this podcast toward the end of the show. What are my arms doing? We'll talk about the future of this podcast in the middle of the... <sighs> the half-hammeredness has now tipped over the yeah, edge. Yeah, same. I've got the burps coming up and everything. We have to really pace ourselves for these, otherwise we'll be dead by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Local podcasters again. die again. Oh, they're finally gone. They went. They went. They went. How they lived? What? Drunk and talking about hot talking mongoose. Wearing headphones. <laughs> Feeling a bit hot and sweaty on the shambles of York. With anyway, nowhere. So so right. Back onto it. Back. On, that's the key in it when you're doing a podcast. Remain concise and professional. Don't drift I think off too people much. People enjoy it when we waffle, 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 waffle. Um, the future of Jeff then, right? So as I said, I've only just found out about Jeff the Talking Mongoose in the last couple of weeks. Weirdly, in one week's time, in America, I don't know what the UK release date is, there is a film coming out called Nandor Fodor and the Talking Mongoose. Now, Nandor Fodor was a paranormal investigator who became involved in the case after Harry and Lambert. Uh, I don't have much about him other than he went and was like, this is horseshit, and then left. <laughs> but this is not a small film, oh. okay? Nandor Fordor is being played by Simon Pegg. Wait, what? Mini Driver, Christopher Lloyd, and strap on, strap it on. Strap- He's playing Jeff. No, no. Neil Gaiman is playing Jeff. Neil Gaiman, what? the author, is the voice of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Why? It was shot in Leeds and Whitby. They're like literally neighbouring, they're like they're within an hour or two from us. Oh. Simon Pegg as Nandor Fodor. Do we not know Neil Gaiman this? as the voice of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. We've let ourselves down. We've so let everybody down. the timing of this podcast <laughs> is completely accidental. The <laughs> fact that it will come out and within a week people are probably going to be searching for more information on Jeff the Talking Mongoose. And here we are. Here we are. Just take it. All your info. Take it, take it, take it. It's almost like it was meant to be. So there you go. That's it. Any, have you got, right, for firstly, so there you I've presented to you <laughs> the case of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Yeah. Do you have any final questions before you pass, pa, pass before you pass your okay. judgment? Um, I, okay, my main question would be, did anybody else hear him speak other than yes. three family members? Yes. Many people on the island heard him speak. Uh, and did anybody record it? No, because it was 1932, and that was a difficult thing to do. Uh, no, it, it. I mean that. That. Okay. Yeah. You. I think, and I'm not particularly savvy on the technology of the 1930s, but I think at that point you were 
maybe look at like wax cylinders maybe and that that's not an easy thing to carry around with you you right. know it's not like you could take your phone out and just get a voice yeah. recording out it's, it's, it was a lot easier to make rubbing. a what's that a brass rubbing of what jeff jeff <laughs> well, then he just slammed him on the ground and just rubbed me. You know, <laughs> don't move, don't move, mate. You'll be fine. Uh, no, no recordings and no brass rubbings of the mongoose. So, there's no evidence. Well, this is what I was saying. It was a lot easier to make an absolutely mad as shit paranormal claim back in the 1930s. Yeah. Because yeah. these days, people are like, "I've got a ghost hunting app on my phone," and you're like, "God damn it!" Other than the word of people. Uh huh. It's word of mouth. So I guess this one comes down to your gut. You are gut. now all dead. This comes down to your gut feeling, I guess. Any more questions? Uh, no, I think I asked them all as okay. we going along. Are you ready to pass judgment on Jeff the Talking Mongoose? Give me my choices. Well, it's a no, as in it's absolute nonsense, or it's a nope, as in it's a solid yes. We'll have to come up with a better scaling system than that, because yeah. they're pretty much the same word. Okay, for now... Is it a yay, or is it a nay? <laughs> Yay means yes. Um, Nay means no. I love the story. Okay. I love the idea. It's very yeah. original. I've never uh -huh. heard anything like Probably that Probably why they're before. making it into a film. Um, but it's a no from me. It's a no from me. It's a no from me as well. I think it's really a fantastic sorry. story. I think it's... I think it's... I, 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 I go with the idea that Vori was talking into parts of the house and the voice was moving around and stuff. And I, I think that's... I think, what it, I think with a lot of these hauntings, it comes down to that. I think it comes down to young children who have been a bit imaginative. And in some occasions, I think they heighten what's already happening. Mm. Like in the case of NC, M Enfield and Battersea, I think the, the, the children, they, they have people there and they want them to see it happening. Um, but do I believe that a talking mongoose that was born in Delhi and was 80 years old and had like hands for feet or whatever, you know, nipples for eyes. I don't know what else he said. It was some weird, weird stuff that he said that was doing horse racing tips and singing nursery rhymes and getting involved in theology and politics. And do I believe that happened? Not even remotely. Not even remotely. Do I believe there was maybe something in the well water that made them all go insane? Yeah, probably. Oh, that's a whole thing. 1932. They were probably tripping balls. They're that's probably, a whole thing. There were probably loads of mushrooms growing in that well. I've been like, listening to something today that actually there's a, there's a high chance there could have been something like in the water uh -huh. or in the food uh -huh. that made people hallucinate. I'd love to find out what it was. I'd love to. If, I, if someone has got a drink that's going to make me have a chat with a talking mongoose, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Give me a pint of that and a curly straw. I want to, I want to have a dinner. You'd be dead. Sorry to know. Yeah, Episode one of Half Hammered really Horror. Sorry, cause... It's a cold hard nope for Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Well, I enjoyed my first story. Good, Thank good. You. Strap in because I'm really hoping that we get to do more episodes of this madness. Maybe, maybe sometime down the road, you'll you'll get a taste for research and you'll you'll bring me a ghost story. Yeah, that'd be nice. In fact, oh, I might already have one. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I don't. No, I do. Okay, I do. maybe. Well, I've got I've got a few. So let we'll stick with the original oh. schedule. Oh. Anyway. Bam, done. Episode one. It's it's concise. I think it's like 45 minutes. Oh, good. It's a good. That's what we wanted. Good, yeah. Oh, hour long. I think having the one ghost story and hammering it out. Um, oh, God. What do we ask these people to do? It's the end of the show. This is where we tell them to do stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, what should they do? Uh, uh, share it with your friends. Yeah, do that. Tell people about it. Uh, share it in communities. Oh, God. Leave it a review. So if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, I think you, I think I know on Apple you can review. Podcasts. I don't think you can on Spotify. Spotify, I don't think you can. But if you're listening to this on the Apple app, then please do leave us a review, five stars or 
get out. Don't waste my time. How would people get in touch with us? Uh, they can they can uh, get in touch with us through the, the Facebook page. Yeah. Of course, you find us underneath the Deathly Dark Tour of York or Deathly Dark Tours. I am on all of it. I'm on TikTok um, and I'm on Twitter. And what we'll do is for the next episode, we will sort out like a definitive way yeah. for people to get in touch regarding this podcast. So if you've got any uh, weird hauntings that you want me to share with Dee Dee or vice versa, get in touch with one of us. Um, hopefully by the episode two, we'll have proper ways to contact us because that's just something that we haven't sorted out in the slightest. Uh, and then, of course, do the stuff. Do the stuff. Do the stuff. Do the thing. Join us on Patreon where you will get um, weird full-length video of the podcast. Um, we'll be posting a few clips and bits and pieces, but on Patreon we'll post the full video as a private link. And we'll also be sharing on there our sister podcast to this show, which is called Half Hammered Hodder at the Movies. And the first episode is going to be... It's actually the second episode, because we've already posted an episode where we talked about... The hell did we talk about in the first episode of the Half-Hammered Horror at the Movies? That's quite a mouthful. I'm going to call it Ham. H-H-H-A-T-M. Hatam. But episode two of Half-Hammered Horror at the Movies will be about the new horror film, Talk to Me. Which is... It's frightening. It's really frightening. Cool. Are we done? We're done. How do you end these things? Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>